Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Famula One. I'm your host, Jamie. I'm here with my sister, Jack. Hi, everybody. And we are inching closer to the return of racing. Uh, not that we're all counting the minutes or anything, <laughs> uh, but things are picking up. Starting off with our news on a high note, uh, Dorian Penn, who will be driving under the Mercedes livery in F1 Academy. She also drives for the Iron Dames in WEC. Um, she won her um, UAE F4 race this past weekend. Very exciting. Um, so, so she actually cool. finished second, um, but there was a post-race penalty, which promoted her to P1. So congratulations to her. Penalty. Yeah, yes. congrats. That's awesome. So exciting. Yeah, also do want to say apologies for my voice. I lost it over the weekend. So I do sound like a boy going through puberty every now and then. So, just so if up. you're listening and you're like, who is that? It is still Jack. It's just, <laughs> just having a rough day. Which is probably not ideal to do it on a podcast format, but we power through. You know, maybe this is the time that if you're listening and you'd like to just visually see us, you know, you can you can check over on YouTube. <laughs> just saying, our hair looks really good today. Both of us looks really. We like, do look, you know, really good. yeah. We're kind of slaying, not we're not to flex or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news beyond our hair, um, some not so happy news is our our IndyCar follower friends um, might have already heard that David Belukas, who will be driving for Aaron McLaren this year. Um, injured his hand in a mountain biking accident. So it's unclear whether he will be able to race at the season opener at St. Pete. Um, it sounds like they are waiting after he gets surgery to see what the recovery will look like. Very sad. Um, These boys need to stop doing other things. Keep them away from bikes. All of them keep getting <laughs> hurt with uh, Lance. Lance's double wrist injury was from. I know. Biking. Hopefully he, biking. he he uses Danny and Lance's guy. Yeah. They yeah. came back quick. So hopefully, hopefully. So all all of our thoughts are with you, David Malukas. We are rooting for you. We will would love to see you driving in St. Pete. Yeah. His his livery is my favorite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, so sick. It brings back the blue. Yeah. The McLaren if, blue. Uh, are missing colors, which we will get into. Yeah. <laughs> on car launches. Um, Indy cars, our liveries are, are slowly coming out and they are all really, really cool. Aero McLaren's um, did a fantastic job this year of like, you know, all of them still look cohesive as a team, their liveries, yeah. um, but they're all definitely unique. So it'll be much easier to tell who is who. <laughs> I was just thinking that because last year it was, they it was had the same car. Yeah, so they, they had slight differences last year, but this year it's very obvious. Like Alex Rossi has the white, David has the blue, and Pato has the black. So it's beautiful job. We love you, Aaron it's McLaren. Sick. Aaron McLaren killing it in every single way. Always. As always. Um, but yeah, so getting into other liveries, though, we got our Ferrari livery. I am so happy with this livery. I love the race suits. I love the yellow and like not too much carbon, which is so exciting. <laughs> yeah, for once. Yeah. Also, did uh, you watch the, uh, who is it? Maddie, 
was it who was it that do their live golly this is bad it's like maddie yeah, and tom weird. oh uh matt and tommy yes <laughs> Ma- maddie <laughs> leave me alone um yes. well they, that was, did that, you watch the, did you watch it was them funny because watch the delivery? way that they yeah the way that they did for i did their livery reveal was very abrupt it wasn't it was like, jarring it was just sort of like here it is everybody <laughs> um so I would highly recommend if you're if you're interested in a hilarious reaction to that, uh, Matt, who is a huge Ferrari fan, had quite the reaction. Um, yeah, but while wearing I, his Ferrari gear is very yeah. cute. I am very happy with the the Ferrari kit for this year. The livery looks great. The race suits look great. I'm very excited. Yeah, they. I don't know. We also just had. I don't know if the bar is just so low. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I really like it. I feel like every livery we got at the beginning, like the first few besides Williams was like, they're all just like 90% carbon. So like any yeah. painted car, I'm like, I <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like Williams and even, what was it? V-carb. Uh, V-carb. V-carb. The gray looks actually fantastic. I like the gray. I don't yeah. hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, so we also got the Aston livery. Aston also painted car. Fantastic. Love it. <laughs> it is the same car from last year, though. Yeah. So, it's so if you same. haven't seen it yet, you don't really need to. Yeah. But it, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. They have a beautiful green, lovely car. They Great. do have a good green. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice yeah. green. That is a much better green than, than steak. Since Auburn. <laughs> Oh. You're just still on your steak hater train. I don't, yeah, I, they really rubbed me the wrong way with that team name release. And I just am hating now, apparently, which is crazy because I love Valtteri and I love Joe. But, you know, who, who's to say? Who's to say? Not me. Um, but uh, speaking of the Aston Martin livery reveal, uh, our, our, Bestie, 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 Mr. Fernando Alonso, who's always just inserting himself into everything. <laughs> always. And, always and, brings the entertainment with F1. You know, I you have to appreciate the fact that Fernando is always at the scene of the crime. And if he's not at the scene of the crime, he will give all the information as if he was. At the scene of the crime. No, because I was thinking Every about time. this. Remember when you did the McLaren episode? Right. And he spilled all the tea. Yes, yeah. He let's told not forget, Let's not forget that he basically reopened Spygate, all of the issues there, because yeah. he was just mad that he thought Lewis was getting priority during Quali. Like, you gotta love him. And we have not yet done a, our, like, Renault Alpine history episode, um, but there's a pretty big scandal there. Guess who was involved? <laughs> Fernando. And that's why he can never leave. He can't. He he can't retire. He's he's bringing the entertainment, and you know I don't know if you've seen his TikToks lately. They are jarring but amazing. Yeah, like did was that one that he posted where there was like weird sounds? Was that on purpose? Yeah, I think it was. I believe it was on purpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then he's just showing his age a little bit there. You know, I support it. He mm-hmm. won like social media athlete or something of the year for like spain awards 
Good for he him. deserves it. Um, but what he had to say this week involving himself in some news uh, was on, on Lewis's announcement that he will be moving to Ferrari. He said it was not his childhood dream 12 months ago. No, or two months ago, I guess. It was a different dream. But he did go on to say, I hope, like, what did he, what was the quote? Like, uh, I hope that uh he does wish him the best yeah. yeah like that he enjoys his experience and the that he does think ferrari can compete with red bull especially with how they performed at the end of the season but the you couldn't imagine what was pulled for headlines and the thing is is he wrong <laughs> he's not wrong <laughs> he is not wrong but didn't sebastian vettel wasn't he he made a joke and he said like everyone's dream is to Drive for well, yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, so the, the Seb quote is like, everyone's a Ferrari fan. Even if you're yeah. not, you're a Ferrari fan. You can go over to the Mercedes guys and maybe they'll say that Mercedes is the best brand in the world, but they're still Ferrari fans. I think um, it's it's hilarious that Fernando is saying this, but I Literally. do think that Lewis has had, like, you know, I think it is valid that it's kind of every driver's dream to drive Formula One for yeah. Ferrari. Um, but it is funny. It's funny that he, it's, it's just funny so that he, funny. <laughs> also it. the fact that he said this at the car launch. Yeah. I love him. Someone you can always him a PR manager. <laughs> That's true. No, no media training for Fernando. Let him loose. I love no it. No media training for Fernando or for Lando. Not allowed. Yeah. No. Yeah. We gotta keep ourselves entertained. Um, Mercedes has, speaking of, their car launch is on Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow as of us recording. Uh, you have any guesses? Do you think they'll go back to silver? you think they'll stay black? So I, okay. They said something about camo, which I, I like in a TikTok, and they made it like a joke because they just had it look invisible. Mm-hmm. But how cool would be a camo livery actually doing a camo livery, not yeah, Alpine's like Alpine. joke? Which I'm still really mad about, but yeah, that was. Ugh. I have a um, feeling it will still be all black. Um, you think they'll stick with black instead of silver? Their whole thing is like the silver arrows, though. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I had. I don't know why. Also, why I did this to myself. I think I need to reevaluate my expectations for people because I just expected really cool liveries, people doing something crazy. And I don't know why I did that. So that now I'm trying to bring myself back down. Yeah. I hope they do silver. One, because like it was cool to have the black car last year. And I feel like they hyped it up so much. And the launch was so cool. Um, but silver is like their classic one. And two, selfishly, half the cars are black already. So we need to be able to tell them apart. Which speaking of which, Martin Brundle, our hero, in this situation, and so many situations, but also yeah. in this one, he has proposed a new rule that he put on Twitter um, saying that teams should be rewarded with a weight allowance for more complete liveries, which will stand out on track for the spectators and viewers. Uh, the field agree. should look dynamic. It's F1. Some of them look glum and half finished. Yeah. It's, he's not I- wrong. He's not wrong. I some of them do look half finished. They do. 
helping. Honestly, <laughs> I'm really, I don't even know if we've mentioned their um, livery launch. I don't want to because. Yeah, it was not really worth talking. I posted a TikTok on my my TikTok that was um, yeah. just the Khloe Kardashian clip of her screaming liar because yeah. they were claiming that their car was going to be pink camo. Did I like the pink camo? No. Did we Am respect the pink camo? Probably also not, but it was different. But I'm just mad that they were lying. I'm, I don't like being I don't like being fooled. But like also it's like you did that for what? Like for what reason? Like why? Why? I just don't. What was the reason? Um, yeah, so I, I completely agree with Martin on this. I know he's joking, but we need cars. We need liveries on cars. I never thought I'd miss paint this much. Like, yeah, you know, things are getting like ridiculous when everybody is just like, oh, the car's painted. I love it. Best, best <laughs> livery of the season just because it's painted. <laughs> the bar is low. The bar yeah. is very low. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see Mercedes. We have Mercedes tomorrow and then Red Bull's going to look the same. Red Bull always oh, looks yeah. the same. Looks and we same. already have the McLaren livery, um, even though their car launch is coming up. Uh, and they have carbon on their car. Um, not a crazy amount, but still a good amount. Most of it. They went kind of with their what they called their stealth livery yeah. from really last year, like Singapore and the night races, which mm -hmm. I do like. But having it compared to everybody else's carbon fiber cars, I'm not interested. Yeah. The other, did you see the other piece of news though? Uh, a little trailer launched this week. Oh yes, a, a drive a to survive indie trailer for this indie show <laughs> called Drive to Survive. You guys haven't heard of it? We'll give you our passwords. We're gonna break Netflix. You guys can watch it. Um, weren't you just kicked off the family Netflix account? I know I have to pay eight dollars now for it for myself. That stinks. I've I've managed to weasel my way through so far, but we'll see. We'll see if I make it through. Don't jinx it. Yeah. Um, but yes, the Drive to Survive season six like teaser trailer came out, um, and I pretty interesting, right? I was kind of surprised which clips they chose to include. It definitely, I think, can give us a little bit of an idea of what they're going to focus on. Um, and it was interesting for me to watch it back and like. There are the things that I feel like are stand standouts from this season and some things that I don't really think about just because maybe it happened so long ago. But like yeah. they they touch on um, they touch on Lance, which obviously mm -hmm. is a pretty big story. Like, you know, it's revealed right before testing that he broke both of his wrists. Right. Wasn't it both? Yeah. Ones? And it's and his I think big toe or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they have like a, a clip of that. Um, you know, I I'm curious to see how much access Lance gave them to his recovery. Cause like, we didn't really see too much of that. It was more yeah. like, like he got back and then he was just sort of ready to go. So I'd love to hear more about like what went into that. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, we were just joking about it earlier. Like he yeah. was back in no time, which is crazy. Didn't he raced in the first race? Like yeah, he, just, he, did. he missed testing and then he just was good to go. Like that is wild. Yeah. Um, another thing I'm curious to see what you think about this. They are framing like the Pierre versus Esteban 
rivalry. Seems yeah. Like you're focus a lot on that. Yeah. Which like, I don't know if it's that big of a storyline to be completely honest. Like this is yeah. something obviously everyone knows that they don't like each other. They have made that also very clear, but they didn't do anything versus each other. I mean, like, I don't know. Was, I mean, Australia, right? Didn't they collide? There was like a couple, there was a couple times they collided, but it wasn't anything where in my mind it was like, oh, Esteban and like Checo when they were on a team together. Yeah. Or like Danny and Max when they were on a team together. Right. It wasn't anything that crazy to me. I mean, they did say, for anyone who hasn't seen the trailer, they say fighting versus teammates, but they show Esteban and Pierre. So maybe they're kind of trying to dupe us. I don't really know. But yeah, I just don't think it's that big of a storyline in real life. We'll see what Drive to Survive does with it, though. And this is, again, where like that production and the fake DTS storylines come in. Like this does sort of happen every season. It was just surprising to me. I, I do understand the sense from like, this was a huge storyline when Pierre was announced to be going to Alpine. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, it's like a known thing that he and Esteban don't like each other. Like, how is this going to go? But honestly, it, yeah, like it, it wasn't this like super contentious, at least from our perspective, like teammate relationship. I mean, they had issues like every other team does, but yeah. I wasn't like, oh God, what are they going to do to each other this race? So it'll be interesting to see if they try to make it seem that way. Unless they have some crazy footage, which maybe they can manipulate whatever they do have. Unless what they, have, like, they have the audio crazy... from that Pierre radio in Japan. Dude. <laughs> I that I could I would stop badmouthing them, I think. Um, but that would be like even then that we know that Pierre was upset about having to switch back and it was mm-hmm. a miscommunication. That's not crazy teammate rivalry. That's Pierre being annoyed. Like, also having people yell on the radio is also not that. It, it happened one one time. I do yeah. really want to know what he said. I've said this before. I yeah. do really want to know what he said. But again, I just don't think it's gonna. It was really as big of a storyline as they're going to make it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you you could be right. They could be faking us out and trying to, and it, that whole teammates fighting each other could be about completely other team. But like, yeah, who else? Because you it? remember, remember you had brought up that you had seen like a rumor that they were going to throw like Lando and Oscar under the bus. Yeah. yeah. So and people on TikTok have said that, too. Like when we posted about it, they're like, oh, they're definitely going to make it out to be like a Oscar versus Lando thing. Yeah. I don't really know. Which will be interesting too cuz you know yeah i don't i didn't i don't feel like looking back on the season the two of them were really fighting each other you know so no oscar doesn't show emotion so i don't know how they could fight each other but even like if you think of you know the races where they were they were it was never them like i don't even did they even overtake each i'm sure they did but like you know if you think about the big moments they were there are definitely times where like there were team orders i think yeah. there were definitely times where there were team orders that um oscar had to let lando pass and if they yeah. try to play those up that's, that's going to be a battle <laughs> no, because fighting us watching the i remember this one time very specifically oscar didn't have the pace lando did mm-hmm. and they gave oscar a lot of chance during that time yeah. and he just still and, like that's have just the pace. how that works but i could I, they've done that before though 
specifically with Lando. They've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I, realize I was such a Lando defender until once, like watching him and drive to survive. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, but I don't, we, we need to know what producer Lando pissed off. Cause he's constantly just like dragged through uh, the mud. Yeah. Um, other stuff that they touch on in the tra trailer, um, they sh like the voiceover is like your job's at risk and it's a clip of Otmar. Um, so it'll be interesting to, if they go more into Otmar's firing um, because it was pretty sudden. Like yeah. during a race weekend, he was just like out. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, bye. Was that spa? I think. I don't know. It was that was really quick. Um, I don't, I, I, I'll be interested to see if they touch on Gunther because I think they'd already stopped filming by then. They had just done a little clip of him saying like he's over it. And yeah, you can kind of, it, it happened right after the Otmar clip. And um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if they, if they end up including something about Gunther also being fired. I, I guarantee you, obviously we'll see a lot of Gunther this season. Cause he's one of the like standard, you know, characters yeah. of, of Drive to Survive. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle the fact that he was let go. Yeah. Um, Another thing I am excited and hope that they do a good job of covering is the early Aston success. And like, I hope they are able to convey that in a way that shows just like how impressive and surprising that was, mm -hmm. you know, going into that, going into testing. I mean, I think there is an, an old episode right after Fernando announced that he was leaving Alpine to go to Aston where I was like, why would he do this? This is ridiculous. Yeah, because at the time, Alpine had much more pace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. so hopefully they capture capture that surprising, you know, success and and do that justice. Because it was I, it was crazy that first race, like seeing how yeah. well they were doing. Yeah, and he was on podium after podium. So yeah. sick. Yeah. He loved seeing it. Um, and he was another... so excited to be on that podium too. Yes. That's also so refreshing because you'd see like Max after a while, obviously it's not, he, he's excited, but he's not, he's like, this is yeah. a regular Sunday for me. And then like Charles would just be pissed off that he didn't win. So like people just would be kind of pissed off that they didn't win. It was like Alonzo, Pierre and Esteban, like they were the ones that were super excited to be on those yeah. podiums. And yeah. it was so fun to watch that. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's like so sweet to see like the traditions that he made with the team. Like, you know, how he always like he'll hand the champagne bottle down from the podium to the team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope they I hope they do that justice. I hope they give that some good time. Um, another clip that I am interested in your thoughts on is they included a clip of like Nick DeVries basically like sitting in a hotel room. Oh yeah. <sighs> I um at least someone would maybe actually dive into it. No one else did when it actually yeah. happened. Which we talked about this a while ago, maybe yeah, like when we like announced when it that Drive to Survive was happening. But um I have concerns about how that will be handled. Mm -hmm. You know, it was not Drive to Survive loves Daniel Ricardo. Yes, they're and definitely we biased love, in that. We love so Daniel we. as well. Yeah. But I think if you look at the way that it was like Nick DeVries' firing was handled by AlphaTauri and by Formula One. I found it really cruel. Yeah. And I just hope that 
drive to survive while it's it's okay to be excited to ha- having Daniel back. I mean, I think we all were excited to have Daniel back, but you have to give the respect in the space to Nick DeVries as well. And I hope yeah. that they do that. I feel like having that clip shows gives me that some they hope. Might. Yeah. I could see them doing a like a buildup of his jobs at risk and then just a cut to Danny sitting down in the chair. And yeah. that's not how I want it handled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it needs to be handled a little bit better than that, but that is like a very drive to survive thing to do. Um, I also believe that they Netflix was at that test that Daniel did. If you remember like how the whole thing happened where Daniel was doing yeah. RB19 and he did like a few laps and then all of a sudden, you know, Christian sent Helmet Marco the times and Helmet Marco like immediately fired Nick DeVries. Um, I would, I want it. Yeah. I want it. I was hoping that that was captured because I was like, I think they want his actual reaction to being back on the grid. I also want the nitty gritty of how cutthroat they were with Nick DeVries. Yeah. And I think there's hopefully like it's possible to do both. I just hope that they take that opportunity to do both. You can celebrate Daniel being back on the grid with doing, giving the respect that Nick DeVries deserves. Yeah. Yeah. So, or Paul, isn't his name Paul now? (laughs) Paul DeVries. Paul DeVries. That was, yeah, at the end of the season, for whatever reason, in the end of season graphic, they changed his name to Paul, which is hilarious because like going off of that, crazy Oscar Piastri, Oscar Pistorius drama. Yeah. Turns out Paul DeVries, like someone Googled him, he is like an international criminal. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like random criminal. Like like, in what way? Do you remember? I don't know. I don't know. Let's not dive into this again. We don't need this again. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, Paul DeVries, criminal, Nick DeVries, Former F1 driver, current Formula E driver, Formula E world champion. You know, put some respect on his name, everybody. Yeah. I do want to see how how he does this year on Formula E. So I'll have to keep – because they already – their season already started, didn't it? Yeah, it started. Yeah. I – yeah. We'll have to see. Always rooting for Nick DeVries, you know. Always. I I was Jumping for joy when he got his seat. I think a lot of people were. A lot of people were really rooting yeah. for him. It just didn't work work out. You know, we can talk. This could be a whole episode about, yeah, this you could. know, did they give him enough time? You know, so that's debatable. It depends who you ask. I don't think they did. Um, but I am glad that he found somewhere where he can find success, hopefully. Same. So what else do you think they're going to get in? What do you think the focal points are going to be? It's always fun to to guess because like last year's Drive to Survive season, I think they included clips of Silverstone in every episode, which don't get me wrong, Silverstone, important it's race. Big. Joe's big crash, Carlos's yep. win. But did it, did it need to be in every episode? Probably not. They didn't even no. touch on George's win, I don't think. And no, they didn't talk about Brazil at all last yeah. year. They didn't so, talk about him winning the sprint and then going on to win the race. They didn't talk about yeah. that at all. They didn't talk about K-Max pole position. Like, nothing. 
So it is interesting to kind of guess what they will and will not focus on. So my immediate knee-jerk reaction, we've said this a lot in the podcast, is they're going to try to do a Brosades like 2.0 with George and Lewis. But I also wonder if since the news, like if they actually went back and edited it, it at all. And so it's more of a Lewis versus Mercedes kind mm-hmm. of like how that relationship, if there's any tension there. And I think they're going to, if they were to do something like that, I think it would be the latter of the Lewis versus Mercedes team. It would be interesting. I feel like they've never really gone into the whole like contract negotiation side of the sport. Um, it's typically really all we hear is like when the extensions get announced or when team, you know, moving gets announced. Um, really the most we got into it was last year with the Oscar Piastri, Daniel mm-hmm. Ricardo stuff. We got a little bit more information about contracts, um, but typically they don't go into that. So that would definitely, I'd be interested, but I don't know how much access they'd be given. Yeah. Um, I also wonder to like, because correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm thinking that Lewis, he, he gives some of his time to it, but he really isn't usually a main character in it. And except for, what was it? 2021 when I don't remember what, probably season four, three or four, mm-hmm. when it was him versus Max and went down to the last race. But that was because he was like such a main character. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I, I'm remembering him not really being involved as much. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he does, the first season or two, he wasn't in it. Um, But now he is, he is in it. He does do interviews and stuff. I wouldn't say he's like the most interviewed, but he's definitely not the least. Okay. So we'll have to see. It's also like, sometimes they just like fully, like drivers are just not involved yeah, like Notably, Max. Like, uh, yeah, Max really doesn't do it. We'll see if yeah. he's involved at all this year. Um, and then yeah, bummer like, if he wasn't because he wins the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> wins every race except for one. Yeah, so we'll have to see on that. Um, but I was I was happy to hear in the I don't know if you ca- caught it at the end of the voiceover. It was Alex Albon's voice, and I was like, oh, thank God they're including Alex this year. Yeah. So. They need to give him some. They need to give him a camera. Let him have a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> see what he yeah. comes up with to promote Drive yeah. to Survive. I'm also um, curious to see what they do for Qatar. That was on my list too. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how they cover yeah. that. And between like the drivers, like their conditions after during the race, after the race, the mandatory pit stops, and also like the tires just failing. Mm-hmm. I wonder how all of that. It's got to be a main focus. Also, Lance Benson and Lance and his what was his trainer? Mm-hmm. I wonder if I don't know if they'll touch on that. that. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I I think it would it'll be interesting to see what Lance's storyline is throughout the season. You know, if obviously they're going to touch on his injury, so do they kind of stick with him throughout the season and see? Like, you know, where things started to get more frustrating for him and then kind of go from there. Um, yeah, I wonder, too, because you know how I'm watching my roommate is watching Drive to Survive from the beginning. And so sometimes they just do a driver episode, right? 
So I wonder if he just gets an episode and it just covers him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it'll be interesting. I think like they've obviously gone through different phases and then like during COVID they had to do basically like one team at a time. Yeah. Um, and they store, sort of stuck with that last season. So it'll be interesting to see if they continue with that or if they move away, um, you know, who gets the focus. Like you remember like uh, Gunther and Bonotto's like, Oh yeah, we went to a randomly got like so much air time. <laughs> so much. I was like, is this so, like are they gonna talk about Formula One at all? They didn't t- I don't think they talked about Formula One. No, they just went on a drive and went to a winery. Yeah, they went to go drink some wine. Which like I'm so happy for them. Love that friendship, but like can we can we maybe could we have like taken that out and included Brazil? Yeah, maybe. that would have been <laughs> that would have been mine. I also wonder, too, if they'll include, maybe this is me being hopeful, like F1 Academy, like Susie. I mean, Susie has been involved before, so I I could see them maybe even just talking about, like, this new initiative. Yeah. That like, maybe more of an, if they cover Austin at all. Yeah. Like, I would love that, but I... I do they typically, they don't typically talk like F2, F3. I mean, no, the except only time for remember Antoine's accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, um, when that horrible accident happened. Mm-hmm. So, and they still cover that um, accident like every year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an in memoriam kind of thing. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Um, I think I'm curious to see how they cover like the McLaren, you know, kind of basically the opposite of Aston where like Aston started really high and then struggled later in the season, like covering McLaren's really, really, really rough start. And then they're like, you know, ending the season where it's like not even a surprise to see them on the podium. Yeah. Um, That'll be interesting to see how they cover that as well. Yeah. I'm excited. Zach Brown is always very, very involved in drive to survive. He loves the camera. Can't wait to see Zach. He loves the camera, even though I wish he'd give it to Andrea Stella because I love that man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would be. I would be really excited to see, like, even more in depth of what they did and how they changed the mindset and changed the car and mm-hmm. went about it because we we started pretty low. Yeah. And this is just my, you know, every time this comes up, I do have to apologize to Mika Hakkinen who said McLaren's going to be up at the front top three and I was like Mika Hakkinen has lost his mind and then he was right so I'm very sorry Mika my apologies I will never doubt you again you can't yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think that they will but I would like for them to talk about like James Vowles and his because this was his uh, first year as a principal yeah. wasn't he like he jo- and he also joined Later. I would love a James Vallis focus, but something tells me that he would hate it. <laughs> I don't know that he'd agree to it. Um, but I would love, I mean, he's he's my favorite team principal. I just think the way that he talks about things and the way that he handles yeah. things is really admirable. Um, he's done a few podcasts that I definitely recommend taking a listen to after you finish watching our podcast, of course. Um, but yeah, he. I would love to hear about like, the strategy that he had coming into this team, because it was so, you know, he was coming from Mercedes where he had all the money and all the resources and 
all of the systems in place. And, you know, even though Mercedes is quote unquote struggling this year, like they're still miles, you know, more developed and have my, many, many more resources than Williams. So coming in and him being like, yeah. let's just break everything. Like yeah. let's restart would be really interesting to kind of like see how that played out throughout the year. And they had a pretty strong year. So they did. I would also like them to cover like he initially put in that request with F1 saying, yep. can we have an exception for the cost cap to update our facilities? Because this is what's holding us back is where they're going to have to decide to update facilities or have a good car or decent mm-hmm. car. And we can't have a good car, the same level as everybody else without these facility updates. And they said, no. So I'd like him to call them out on mm-hmm. another platform. Yeah. Because he should. Yeah. And I wonder also if they will touch on our best friends Andretti. I mean, that was a pretty big storyline throughout the year of this like battle between the FIA and F1 and Liberty Media and wanting more teams and certain people don't want more teams. I'd be very, I mean, we love Andretti, so would love to have them on there. But I'd be curious to see what people would say about it and who would have things to say about it. Because I know Zach Brown was pro them joining the grid. Um, Yeah. I know Gunther was real vocal about them not not being on the grid. But I think it was also like he would then lose, I think the people that support Haas a lot of a good amount, I don't know. I feel like a decent amount of people who support Haas do it because of their NASCAR presence. So it's the Americanness of it. Andretti would lean into it fully, would be yeah. the true American team. I think it would be it would be interesting to have like two American teams, but Andretti's yeah. whole plan is to have all of their development and everything based in Indianapolis. So a little bit more American than Haas. Yeah. Um and you know, obviously having the involvement of Mario and Michael Andretti, you know, I think it would just be, I'm just, I'm, I guess we're setting our sights on 2028 now. Cause I, I think they, they would be such a great addition to the grid. I'm like, I will never be over it. I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked. I'm not necessarily shocked because like there was so much pushback against it and it's yeah. all money, right? Like nobody wants to get less money. Um, I'm just sad. I was really hoping that they'd get accepted. Didn't it come out though that Liberty Media is like the richest of like all sports? Probably. You know what I'm saying? I thought I saw that somewhere. They're like Liberty Media is like the richest out of all the sport franchises. Like uh, all the like ownership things? Yeah. I probably are. This is all like, but it's all like disillusion of the prize fund mm-hmm. for like all the teams and everything. And, I don't think it's Liberty Media necessarily. It's for sure the teams didn't want an 11th team. Yeah. Breaking up the prize money. Yeah. Do you think that they'll cover Vegas? They have to, right, with Carlos's crash? Yeah, well, I think I think Vegas might be actually a, a big part of the season just because it was so hyped and so, yeah. you know, and then it had that crazy Carlos accident right at Lando's. the top. Lando's really big accident. Um, you know, and touching on like Carlos getting that ridiculous grid penalty for it and Lando having to go to the hospital. So I think there's a lot there. And it was it was a good race. 
Yeah. So it was a, a crazy race. Yeah. I know you love Vegas now. I'm 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 a I'm a retired Vegas hater. I wouldn't say I love Vegas. Um, if anybody wants to send us, we'll go. <laughs> Anyone could pay for us. Yeah, we sure as hell can't afford it. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. So the the season comes out on the same day that testing begins in a couple weeks, um, which I'm kind of sad about. I feel like last year, I feel like in the past it's come out before testing. So that's like, you know, you yeah. get started. And I could be misremembering that. Um, but, you know, it'll all just sort of, sort of start kicking into high gear. We'll start testing. We'll have season six to watch. And then first race of the season and IndyCar starts up and we are off, off to the races. Literally, literally, literally. Also, and literally Jamie, you and I are off to the races, literally off to the race in St. Pete. So, yeah. Um, yeah. See you there. If you're going to be there. Yeah. Hopefully if people are there, we can meet up or something. I don't know. (laughs) It'd be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let us know if you're going to be there. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think, you know, let us know what you think is going to be in, in yeah. the season. If you have any predictions, um, would love to hear your thoughts and, uh, we will be back next week. Be sure to give us a like, a follow at family one on all socials. Um, and, uh, yeah, have a lovely week. Happy almost Valentine's day. Oh Yeah. Happy almost Valentine's Day, Jamie. Happy almost Valentine's Day. Or maybe it is Valentine's Day or maybe Valentine's Day already happened, depending on when you're listening to this. Regardless, happy (laughs) Valentine's Day. (laughs) I hope you all Uh, felt very loved. Yes, we love you. (laughs) You are our Valentine. Yeah, Uh, wait, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. and, And with that, we will talk to you next week. Love you so much. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.